Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It's 105 in Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. Working out of the... Humble abode from the city's south side. Brennan Escott manning the uh, phones for us back at the studio at 6.30 Chad Central Control. All right, uh, we'll get to Sports Central in a second. The second hour of orders now is brought to you by Digitex. We wish you and yours all the best during these challenging, uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. In this hour, Gene Principe from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet. George LaRocque at 135. We will also have Oilers Now Trivia brought to you by Greta Global Street Food. Greta. Greta Bar. Eat, drink, and play. Brian Burke normally is in this slot. His regular appearance is brought to you weekly by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction service, electrical prefabrication solar. So in lieu of Brian being on holidays today, I thought we'd go out and get the guy to me that is closest in terms of having the demonstrative Burke-esque uh, type of personality. So we welcome back to the show from NHL Hockey and Rogers, the one and only Gene Principe. Hi, yeah. Gene. How you doing? Hey, here is this. It's non-truculent Thursday when I'm on. I did have a fight in grade five, though. How did so, you do? Uh, well, about as well as Rob Brown did against Sylvain Lafay. Are you telling think, me you only had one fight the entire time you were growing up? I mean, uh, you went yeah, to say... I think... You, you I went, went to St. Joe's, man. You had to have had more than one fight going well, on. Well, there were so many Italians that you, I mean, you fight one, you got to fight them all, right? The cement shoes, Bob. Cement shoes, that's what happened. Uh, no, I, you know, I never had, uh, yeah, I, I think I probably could have had some in, in the mid-80s when I was out at the old Goose Loonies and Berry Tees and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, um, one too many Long Island iced teas or Singapore slams, Sam's or something like that. But uh, no, I, I wasn't a, I wasn't a fighter. I just, uh, I think because I, I knew I would lose. So what's, uh, you know, some guys they get into fights and they're like, I might take ten, and you might be like this, Bob. Not that you would take ten, but I'm going to get four or five in. I was like, you know what? That still puts me minus five in the punch category. So I'm not even going to get involved. So, so, so I, I can't. You, you're an eloquent statesman, sir. You're able to talk your way out of a bunch of them. Is that the truth? I, I, I think so. Even back then, I had uh, the ability to to talk um, and get myself out of any kind of uh, any kind of trouble. And and back then, uh, you know the the. The bar fights. Not that we want to promote bar fights. Bar fights were were, were fights. There was nothing uh, kind of more yeah. to it than that happened. Yes. It's over and away you went. Where now, uh, certainly, I've got a I've got a 21 year old son that goes out. And, uh, you know, I'm always very. Uh, you know, just leery about uh, something that's nothing turning into something more. So, uh, but I don't have, I told him, my, my brother-in-law just recently retired from the police. I always said, hey, go talk to Uncle Terry and get some tips 
on how to fight because I got none for you. <laughs> if I give you fighting tips, you're going to lose all the time. So, But I'm happy to fill in for Brian Burke. I've got my tie around my neck. It's not tied up, but I will have it on soon. All right. Well, uh, we're going to tie one on here. I just I got to ask Brent, <laughs> Brendan, Brendan Escott back in the studio. Brendan, how many? I, I think I asked you this once before. How many fights were you in off the ice before the age of eighteen, or maybe, uh, or maybe until now at twenty-five? Like, it, how many have you had? Yeah, I, I'm a good blend of standing my ground when I need to, but also having uh, the ability to talk my way out of situations. I, I, I could say one or two, genuinely one or two. Now, here's the question for both of you. We'll start with Gene first. Gene, did you grow up and stay in the same neighborhood, or did you move from school to school to school? Uh, I did not move from school to school to school. I went to basically two schools. I went to three schools my whole life, from St. Alphonsus, grade 1 to grade 9, St. Joe's, grade 10 to 12, and then Nate post-secondary. That's it. Brendan, what about you? I uh, did all my moving around in the first three years of school. So grade four and up, I was pretty well to, you know, elementary and then just secondary. We didn't have mid- middle school where I was. So we moved kindergarten, grade one, grade four, grade Gee. five, grade nine, and grade 10. And I went to two different high schools. So read between the lines of what I'm saying, Gene. And yeah, I, 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 I will tell I you it. this. I will tell you this. There may have been a couple times at a couple of those establishments that you might have mentioned, uh, <laughs> Goose Loonies or possibly Berry Tees, where I I actually knew I was going to be overmatched. And I said, I looked right at the, this guy one time and I said, look, if you want to break your hand on my head, feel free to do so or we could just sit here and drink. And so the guy looked at me and goes, that's the funniest thing I've heard all day. Let's have another couple pops. Oh, that's great. Well so, done, Bob. Well done. Which just goes to show you, Gene, I've always said win or lose, we can still booze. Yes. Well, it's, Wait, it wait a second. This is your segment. What am I doing? <laughs> now, part of the reason why we got you on today is you're heavily involved with Sports Central. Dave's Drive for Dave Simenko. Yeah. It takes place from November 13th to November 27th, so we're about a week into it. Craig Simpson is going to join us on tomorrow's show. But why don't you tell us uh, about what it's meant for you to be involved with Sports Central? Well, it's been great. I mean, Sports Central was very close to the to the old rink, and uh, I remember as a kid, uh, I was lucky enough once to get a pair of soccer cleats shoes from Italy. And I tell you, Bob, you know those guys who wash their car and then they wipe it down and they make sure there's no drops and everything's perfect. That's the way I treat my cleats, my soccer shoes. I just I just love them. And then when I would get a hockey stick that had the last. A long time. Um, I was always taping it and looking at it and trying to make sure that it it just was in as perfect condition as possible. So the idea of being able to to hand over uh, gently used sports equipment to kids so that they can they can live out their sporting dreams by just playing. You know, this isn't about you know Alfonso Davies is the the, the most well known Sports Central graduate for lack of a better term. Um, we know that that's not the case. We're not worried about that. We're just worried about getting kids out and playing, especially during these times with electronics and especially during these times with the pandemic. So I've been on the board. I kind of replaced Mark Spector because Mark was really busy with his very successful golf tournament, which you've been at. So I kind of, you know, he, he sort of moved on specifically to that, and I jumped in on the Sports Central board, and it's a, a great group of people uh, who've got kids' best interests at heart. And you're talking about fighting. I mean, Dave Dave knew how to fight. I mean, uh, he was fantastic at it, uh, the best at it during his his window, his era as one of the NHL tough guys. And so, unfortunately, he was one of the one of the first, if not the first, to go out of that sort of group. 
And he was such an important part of the organization of the Oilers and the community in the city uh, that we thought, what's what's a nice way to, to honor Dave? And we came up with Dave's Drive. And, and basically, it's a two-week window, like you mentioned, where uh, we accept any kind of equipment that's, uh, that's donated. And if people have an extra dollar or two or five or ten, uh, if they can donate that, because that ends up helping us run Sports Central and also be involved with getting those funds used properly for kids, then, yeah, it's great. I mean, we love sports, and for me to give back to kids through sports seemed like a you know very natural tie-in. Hey, uh, just you mentioned uh, soccer, and as you know, I'm a European football fan, as you know. Uh, who, was your, uh, who was your go-to guy as a kid growing up? Who was your favorite player? Well, I, I'm going to have to say the two – Two guys that I, I mean, Pelé is Pelé, and I know he's Brazilian, right? But, like, how could you not? And I remember as a kid, we, we went to with my uncles. It was a big deal. We'd go to Commonwealth Stadium. The Cosmos would come in town. This was after his best years, I guess, for Brazil. But he was still an incredible soccer player. So watching him was just, you know, Pelé, right? Enough said. One name explains it all. And then from an Italian standpoint, uh, Paolo Rossi from the 1982 World Cup. We lived not far from Commonwealth Stadium, and I'll never forget being in my basement in '82. He won, you know, the Golden Boot. He he was the top goal scorer, and Italy won the World Cup. And I remember crying like a baby almost, just because Italy had won the World Cup. And back then we had to watch. I remember it like it was yesterday. Steve Armitage would call the games. They'd come on. After the late news on CBC, tape delayed, that's how we had to get our World Cup coverage, and there'd be sort of a game a night. And so those would be, you know, from a from a non-Italian standpoint, hard not to talk about Pelé. I mean, I like Dino Zoff, who was a goalkeeper for Italy for, you know, an incredible amount of years, and Paolo Maldini, and, you know, like, uh, there's so many guys. But I would say if I had to pick two, those would be the two. They had no business in 82 beating Brazil. You know that. Brazil had I know. A, on, we've had I know. so many debates over the years. I will say yeah. this. I'm a big Jurgen Klopp fan, as you know. Uh, yeah. I, 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 look, I love attack-based system. That's, and, and I'm, I'm sure you're well aware that his Gagan pressing sort of came from an Italian coach. Is it Saki? Is that his name? The guy that yeah, used yeah. to coach. They coached yep. East, uh, coach Milan in the late 80s and then coached yep. the Italian uh, uh, national, national team, yes. for several years. And he was one of the guys. Like, people think that, you know, uh, Italian soccer tends to be really defensive. And the truth of the matter is, one of the, you know, the forerunners to one of the most aggressive uh, systems in sport actually came out of Italy. So just uh, as an aside there, it, I've always found that to be really interesting. So Yeah, and then and I know we want to talk more about Sports Central, but now uh, with with us being off, I mean, normally this is the time of year we're working, we're traveling. I don't have as much time to, to watch soccer, but I've been watching a lot of the, the Bundesliga on Sportsnet and, uh, you know, on TLN watching uh, uh, Serie A, and, I mean, they're scoring goals like crazy there in Italy. And, and for that matter, in Germany, the game has... The game has has opened up uh, a, a lot, and uh, it, yeah, it's it's fabulous, uh, you know, to watch. So when I'm not prepping and getting ready for hockey, which hopefully we're we're doing soon, uh, it's been uh, you know a lot of soccer, and I, I got to say I've enjoyed it. Uh, Gene Oilers GM has texted the show. His name is not Ken, and it says, "Come on, Bob, you should know." <laughs> Gene was a lover, not a fighter. And can you ask Gene how he felt when Roberto Baggio missed the oh. uh, penalty kick in '94 against Brazil? 
You know what? We were sitting at my uh, uh, my cousin uh, Ina and Dan, and is with Eddie and his wife Dina and my future wife Karen. She was the one non-Italian in there, um, but she is German, so she's got a love for the beautiful game. And I remember we we're just sitting there, and he just blasted it like like a field goal, basically crushed we were crushed i mean that was just heartbreaking when baggio did that and no matter he's got the ponytail he's had so many great runs over the years but when i hear roberto baggio i think of 94 and i think of that penalty kick and that's the way it is in sports right like we think of paul henderson you know what what do we think of Wayne steve, Gretzky, steve smith steve smith in 86 that's My, what you do it's right? forever it's forever linked to oftentimes one moment one possibility of being a hero or the opposite and unfortunately with Baggio that's what we got Gene we'll circle back to Sports Central in a second in Dave's drive but we you know I, I think we're going to find a way because people have to have a collaborative approach you know that and yeah. so, sometimes to take a collaborative approach you actually have to admit that you're wrong uh, and you know it, it's uh, I, I think with age comes uh, I don't know about wisdom but at least experience <laughs> The older I get, the more I realize the less I know and often I am wrong. But, uh, you know, I, I just, th- this whole situation, I mean, hopefully we get to a place where we can play. Just give me a quick rip in your thoughts on the sort of team that Ken Holland on paper has assembled here. Well, I really like it. I mean, Ken is, Ken is a fabulous, it's fabulous at tinkering. Like he just, it, 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 it sort of reminds me of a guy who, who goes in the garage and just tinkers and fixes stuff and changes stuff and makes it a little bit better. I know he makes big moves, but the Oilers have had you know big moves leading up to Ken's Ken's arrival, you know, with Connor and you know Leon and Ryan Nugent Hopkins and just many of the, the players that that he inherited. But then he he takes what he's got and he just massages it and works on it. And I love what he's done in the off season. And I know a lot of people. You know, the goaltending, was it his, his plan A? You know, maybe not. But do we do we want to kind of flush that down the toilet for, for four games? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. There's been some goalies that have been available. Uh, Ken went back to Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen, and I know you on your show have talked about it many times. I mean, they were a really good pair together. They really were a good pair together. Then... Qualifying or the 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 playing happens with Chicago. It doesn't go well, and everybody's oh those two goalies. But I'm fine with those two goalies, um, and I like what he's done elsewhere. So I mean, I think that's why everyone's so excited. It was a second place team with the top two scores, and you can argue players in the league. Um, So let's get back at it and see what they can do as a follow up. Gene, this text has come in on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, you better hope Brian Burke isn't listening today. He'd have a heart attack with you guys talking about soccer. Well, because as you know, Brian Burke is a huge rugby guy. And uh, you know the famous line, the difference between rugby and soccer. Uh, Soccer is a gentleman's game played by hooligans, and rugby is a hooligans game played by gentlemen. Because as you know, in rugby, you never second-guess the official, and I think that when it comes to soccer, you pretty, and you are an official, so you would know that, they often get second-guessed, especially at the uh, highest level. Now, you know, just to quickly, quickly to mention rugby, because I, I never played that. I certainly, if I, if I haven't had a fight since grade five, there's no way I'm tough enough to, to play rugby. But I remember watching rugby, in person for a first time and to go what you said about you know the hooligans and rugby and soccer i watched these two teams play and this is 
probably almost 25 to 30 years ago. It was my first rugby game in person. And I watched these two teams just crush each other, hit each other, step on each other, you know, hold each other, do everything that they could. And then they shake hands and go out beers together all afternoon. I was like, wait a minute, this this makes no sense how they how they do this. We don't do that in, in soccer. Um and I just was so impressed by how they truly left the game on the pitch, and then they were all buddies afterwards. So it's it's quite a quite a mentality that the rugby players have. Gene, uh, Gene, two quick ones just to wrap up with Gene Principe from NHL Hockey and Rogers, Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. All right, have you ever second guessed and decided I better not be that punny? And I'm going to give yes. you an example. In 2016, when we landed in Pittsburgh, Donald Trump's plane was on the tarmac as we yeah. had pulled up. And it said, it said, Trump, make America great again. And I was going to take a picture of that and tweet out and, you know, and say, you know, here's Trump's plane. It says, make America great again. And just for those of you that are wondering, the Oilers plane says, McDavid, make, making the Oilers great again or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, right, like, right. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. So, I mean, you just... Have there been a couple of times where you're like, you know, I could have, have you had, have you had to do a self edit on the air or, or maybe on Twitter or you had to catch yourself a bit? Oh, absolutely, Bob. One of the one of the best pieces of advice I got regarding Twitter was when it was starting to be you know popular. I remember joining in two thousand nine. Actually, it was the straight deadline day when Steve Stales got traded uh, to Calgary. We were in Chicago, and I. Steve Taylor, who you know and, and worked for a long time with the Edmonton Oilers, got me set up on Twitter. And one of the best pieces of advice I got was, and you, it would be radio. Uh, for me, it would be TV. Would you would you say on TV what you're about to tweet on Twitter? And oftentimes I would read a tweet and go, would I say that on TV? No, I wouldn't. So I'm not going to tweet that out. As for TV itself as as a product or as an avenue to get to people, yeah, for sure. I've <laughs> I've had some miscues that, you know, you kind of went, either I thought it was a miscue or someone else thought it was. And certainly nowadays, you talk about Trump. I remember when his inauguration night, I wore his mask on the air because uh, my son had dressed up as Trump for Halloween. That's four years ago. Um, yeah. my and daughter, Gene, my daughter, did, my daughter does the same thing. She dressed as Trump, dressed yeah. up as Trump for Halloween too. Well, and and it was okay. We did something about Talbot being a wall, and you know, make something, yeah. you know, make yeah. you know, and it, it was it was fine. You know, a bit of reaction, but not like, hey, this guy needs to be off the air. You wouldn't even think about doing that now, whether he'd won or lost. No no way would I wear that mask on the air. No one even needs to tell me that. I know that uh, myself. So things have changed, and it's, it's as much, you know, we love our jobs, and we're happy to have them and, and feel grateful that we have them. And we most importantly, I guess in some ways, also want to keep them. So uh, sometimes it's not important to be punny. It's important to be employed. All right. Uh, this text comes in from Cactus Jack. He said, you know, you guys are talking about uh, fighting growing up. Uh, I, I've heard rumors that Bob beat up a lot of kids with, uh, in grade 10. Of course, Bob was in his second year of grade 12 at that point. Whoa, 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 whoa. Cactus Jack, that is harsh. I just like to That's say funny. in all my years of second year grade 12, 1985-86 was my favorite. Gene Principe, give us the sales speech. Tell people yeah. how they can get involved in Dave's Drive again for Sports Central. Yeah, Bob, just, you know, a reminder to everybody that 
it's Dave's Drive. It's November 13th to November 27th, sportscentral.org uh, backslash or slash donate. You can go there uh, to find places in the city like fire halls and various spots that you can actually physically donate your equipment if you don't want to go just off Wayne Gretzky Drive by the old uh, building to see us at Sports Central. That's also where you can go. And I, listen, Bob, I know some people are out of work. People aren't working as often. Um, lots of issues financially with, with the pandemic. But if you've got a few dollars you think you can donate to help you know, a kid get into sport or stay in sport, um, we, we, we'd love to have it and we'd love to thank you for it. And uh, it's just a great way to continue Dave's legacy, who was, we talked about, one of the meanest, the toughest, but one of the nicest and most compassionate guys you'd ever meet. Gene, great job. Berkey would be proud. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, buddy. That's Gene Principe from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Brian Burke slot today. Brian's regular appearances in Oilers now are brought to you by Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Of course, you can text us anytime on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors providing winning results for 35 years and we are going to open up the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline right now. Here we go. Oilers now trivia for Greta Global Street Food. Greta Bar. Eat, drink, play. Back in the 630 Jet Studios. Speaking of playing, what are we playing for, Brendan Escott? $50 in gaming credit to the arcade games there on Greta's floor. All right, here we go. On this date, um, in 2011, a shocking result. The powerhouse Chicago Blackhawks rolled into Edmonton. The Oilers had dropped four straight games before the game. Edmonton was up 5-1. They won 9-2. They actually scored 17 goals in two games at home against Chicago in the 11-12 season. In the second game, the 8-4 game, Sam Gagne had eight points. But in the 9-2 game, Taylor Hall had a hat-trick. Ryan Nugent Hopkins had five assists. He actually assisted five of the final six goals. Uh, Jordan Eberle had a goal and three assists. And which Oilers defenseman who benefited from being on the Oilers' power play? Corey Potter was out with an injury. So this guy got moved to the first unit power play in that game. Pretty good defenseman over his career. He picked up a goal and three assists. The Oilers ran a formation that I had not seen before in the NHL on a 5e3, where they had two players below the end line setting up opportunities. We had not seen that a lot in the NHL. So name the former Oilers defenseman. He was here for a while at 780-496-0063, who had a goal and three assists to match Jordan Everly's output in the Oilers' 9 to bombing of the Chicago Blackhawks. I'll give you a hint. He was acquired by Kevin Lowe in a deal for Tommy Sallow. Pretty good trade for the Edmonton Oilers. 780-496-0063 on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline. I will tell you that Uncle Milt out at Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin telling me the other day, sales Strong all summer long, especially on used vehicle inventory. 
They need some trades. They're down some units. Ford Motor Company will give you a trade-in bonus of up to 2500 for your 2016 model or older. The team at Brent Ridge Ford is keeping your safety their top priority. They are complying with all AHS safety protocols. So go down and see Uncle Milt, Rich, and Johnny. They're all Oilers fans. The gang at Brent Ridge Ford, your Ford truck authority on the auto mile in Wetaskiwin. Brendan, do we have a winner yet? Well, we'll get to that when we come back out of the break after a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn, then we'll hook up with George LaRock. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.